Welcome to Linguagiosity. I am your host, Christian Prater. In this series, we look into why and how people learn languages. In each episode, we will dive into topics focused on language learning. These discussions are meant to show you that with motivation and practice, anyone can learn to speak a foreign language. Today, my good friend Hannah joins me on the show. She has studied Chinese and loves to conversate with her Chinese-speaking friends. She's here to tell us her story about how she became interested in this fascinating language. I just thought it seemed really cool. Like it was in middle school when we got the options to learn Spanish, Chinese, or French. And I thought that Chinese sounded super cool. I, I don't know why, because like my family's not Chinese. My parents, like my family has zero like relation to anything Chinese. And I just kind of felt drawn to it. But that's kind of what it was. So I'm glad it did. I love it. <laughs> Each person has different reasons for learning a new language. For Hannah, Chinese was something that she felt drawn to ever since she was in middle school. So I asked, What was your first Chinese uh, conversation like? So what I can think of is my Chinese teacher in middle school. Her, her name was Miss Me. And she was probably the first, she was definitely the first person I spoke Chinese to. And I can remember feeling so cool that I was like speaking Chinese. Now that Chinese wasn't very good. It was maybe like three words that I could say it was asking, oh, how are you? And then saying, I'm good, thank you. And you like just, it's super simple, but it felt so cool to be learning a different language and to be talking to someone in that language. It was, it was awesome. I was probably like 12 or 13 at the time. At first Chinese was like, oh, this cool language that I, I can show off. But then it, it means, it means more to me because of the experiences I've had with, with speaking Chinese and, um, and how it's helped me build relationships with others. That's where it gets so special to learn a language. We don't have to have perfect skills in a language to build a relationship with someone, but it definitely can deepen a relationship. Just think about how many more people you can build a relationship with now because you know that language. Encountering roadblocks and plateaus is part of the process to reaching goals or learning something new. When learning a new language, it can be difficult to remain focused on the level of fluency that you want to reach when there are distractions. But these can be milestones when you overcome them. So I think the biggest roadblock that I faced was like up here, feeling like I couldn't, I couldn't build relationships with people and be successful as like a missionary or as a friend if I didn't have a great, like great Chinese skills. And I think we forget sometimes that the, the purpose shouldn't be learning the language. The purpose should be building relationships and learning the language should be a tool to help us do that. And for a long time, I really struggled because I, I did not believe I could be as good of a missionary as I wanted to be because my language wasn't good. And I let that inhibit my willing to go up and talk to people. And so it wasn't until I realized that it truly has nothing to do with, I mean, it truly has nothing to do with the language. So I think that that was the biggest roadblock. It was thinking that the, I had to be so good at the language to build relationships with people when in reality, I was already building super strong relationships with friends that I still have, I still talk to all the time, who I met them and built 
and got super close to them when my Chinese was really bad and it didn't matter. And so I think that's the biggest roadblock in language learning is thinking that it's the end all. It's just a tool in the toolbox of building relationships, but it it's, it's a tool. It's not the whole thing. The biggest tool is like your heart and the love that you show for someone, because if you have that, then you can build a relationship and then learning the language is just something that can help you deepen that relationship even more. Don't let your abilities with the language inhibit your ability to build relationships with people that speak it. You can still have a good relationship with someone, even if you need Google Translate to help you, you know? That was probably the biggest thing for me. Her tip, set realistic expectations and goals. Know your resources and the ones that work for you. So I think the first thing is um, at the beginning, if someone wants to learn a language, they should definitely take a class. I don't think that like being in a classroom is in like over the whole period of you learning the language the most effective way, but definitely at the beginning, take a class so you can learn the basics of it. Talking, make friends with people that speak the language, talk to them. If you can go visit the country, go visit. I love TV shows in Chinese. I think that watching TV, if you, if you have a good enough foundation in the language, like I feel like before you watch TV shows, you probably should have a good foundation by taking a class. But after that, watching TV shows in the language and then mimicking and memorizing what they say, that is like, I feel like that has been a huge help for me. And I, and on my mission, most people learn English, but the people that were the best at their English were the ones that having real conversations with people and then watching TV and memorizing it and practicing it. I met people with incredible English that just did that to learn. There are many apps and books out there that are helpful for learners of a second language. The important part is making sure whether they are helpful for you to achieve your language goals. Like what you were talking about with embarrassment. I mean, if someone came up to you and they were trying to learn English and they're, they were trying their best, but their English wasn't great and you had to correct them, but you're not judging them. You're just like, hey, I love that you're learning my language and I want to help you. And that's how other people feel too. So yeah, you truly, that embarrassment, it's like there's no reason to have it because people are just excited that they're learning, that you're learning their language and they want to help you no matter how much of a beginner you are. Focusing on the kinds of words that apply to you and what you want to be able to do will allow you to have the skill to speak confidently with native speakers. I used this method for my target language French. I could communicate exactly what I wanted even though I was still a beginner. Consider trying this method Take some time to memorize the meaning of the 500 most commonly used words of your target language, and then practice saying some phrases you would use in English. One of the polyglots I look up to, Benny Lewis, uses this technique when he is practicing a new language. Here is a quote from him from an article at culturalawareness.com. Basic conversations are crucial in the first steps of learning a language. Realize that when first learning the language, most people will often sound like a caveman and say things like, me want go dinner. This is completely okay. When native speakers hear this, they will often be patient with you and try to communicate back or correct what you have said. Confidence is a significant component to successfully learn a new language. Having the courage to speak to someone and say even small sentences will improve your level of communication. The more confidence you have, the more you will practice and the better you will become. 
The idea is to get over the fear of embarrassment and to practice using the language with native speakers. Over time, your new friends will help you correct your grammar, and you will start to understand how the language is organized. I call this the caveman method. I feel like everyone is different and everyone needs different things to help them learn. So like my really good friend who was also my companion like three different times on my mission, she loved flashcards. She loved reading the grammar books. She loved all that. And that's what helped her. I personally, I struggle with that. I don't like flashcards. They don't really help me that much. Yeah. Try different things and figure out what way works for you to help you learn. Just be patient with yourself. I think that goes for every learning every language. Be patient with yourself and be proud of yourself for trying to learn this language. When I think about my mission, that's probably when I started speaking. I mean, obviously that's when I like really started speaking Chinese. We would teach our MTC teachers like the missionary lessons. Our Chinese definitely wasn't very good and they probably just understood us because they were also Americans who had to learn the language as well. But I also remember just being like, wow, this is this is really cool. I felt like somewhat confident and, and it, it was just so cool. I just remember feeling like, wow, this is this is really incredible. I had to ask Hannah this last question. Can anyone learn a new language? I think the bigger question is, is like, can anyone build a relationship with someone but speaks a different language? And I think that's a yes. And I know some people really struggle to learn a language. I would never want anyone to feel discouraged by that and think, oh, because of that, I can't go and visit these people or at least try. So I think that everyone can build a relationship with someone that speaks a different language. I think I go back and I think of um, when I was a little more than halfway done with my mission and I just loved living in Taiwan. And then I got a phone call from the brand new elderly elder and sister in the mission, missionary couple. And she needed me to do something. And I was like, I've never met you before. How are you doing? And she, she's, they're from the U.S. She'd never left the U.S. And this poor lady just starts crying because she felt so obviously culture shock, like nobody's business. Cause, and she's like, I can't speak this language. I can't, I mean, this lady was probably in her seventies or eighties and, and she was so sad. And all the missionaries kind of like rallied around them to help them. But I think that the one thing we told them was they can always feel your love. Focus on loving and just using every other relationship building tool besides speech to build relationships and you'll be able to do it and then within the next like few months they were so good people love them the question should be more of can anyone learn or can anyone build a relationship with someone that doesn't speak their language and that answer is i think yes And so I think that's one of the biggest things that I learned about their culture is from their culture is just being open-minded and recognizing the power that being just a good person has on your life. Because something I loved about them is that it's, they're definitely a people that they work together to build their communities. They want to protect their communities. They want to take care of their families. And I think that something that I think that's one of the biggest things that I felt as I as I as I served them was a greater desire to work with the people around me to build up a community 
and they will help you. And they feel a great responsibility to their communities and it it's blessed them. I remember I felt a lot safer there than I do here sometimes. So that's probably my biggest thing. That's something I really latched on to was, you know, my language isn't great. I have yeah. a lot of things I can work on, but if I love the people, that's something I can always cling to because love never fails. Yeah. And so if you can just have that mindset, no matter where your language is at, you will be able to build relationships and meaningful relationships with people. So, Thank you for listening to Languageosity. Before you go, consider leaving us a review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on. We'd love to hear from you. Then stay tuned for next week where I have a discussion with Sean Lowen, the author of a study for app-based language learning, specifically through Babbel. Make sure to follow us on Languageosity's Instagram page called Languageosity without the dash. Stay curious about language at Languageosity. Yeshangshin